Hello everyone, welcome. Thanks for tuning in today to another Daily Devo with Vince and Bo. Today is May 28th and we are coming to you with a devotion on Proverbs chapter 28. We've been doing a chapter of Proverbs uh, each day through the month of May. We're reading it all together as a church and then we're talking about a part of each chapter each day that we do a devotion. Some of you are watching this on Facebook. Some of you may be listening to this on our Bridge podcast. Welcome to everybody who's tuning in. We like to start with a fun question. Those of us who are watching on Facebook, we would love for you to respond with your answer to this question in the comments on the Facebook feed. And me and Bo will answer as well. Our question for today is this. Are you a morning person? Are you an early riser or do you burn the midnight oil? Are you an early riser or do you burn the midnight oil? How about for you, Bob? I wish I could say I'm a morning person <laughs> because I think I, that's what I've aspired to be, but I am not by nature that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've always had a hard time falling asleep since I was a kid. And so, I, and I have, my, I, have, I have a brother who, you know, when we had bunk beds, he was in the bu bed above me. As soon as his head hit the pillow, I hit the table, hit the pillow. Yeah, yeah. Out, like out. a light. Yeah. And I'd lay there, and I'd lay there, and I, you know, just, and I'm still pretty much that way. And so, I, I don't sleep all that great. And so, it takes me a while to, to really wake up in the yeah, morning. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, I have to fight that. It's like a, it's an affliction. Yeah. And my daughters, I have one daughter who's that way, and, and she has uh, a son, her oldest son, same thing. Really? He has a hard time sleeping, although he gets up super early. Uh, anyway. There's not a lot of sleep. Yeah. I'm always so jealous of the people that go to bed late and get up early and feel fine. There's not a lot of them, you know, but some people, they just they can don't just need do a it. lot of sleep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I'm jealous of that. Um, so you get up for me? early? Oh, man. You're early I'm, guy? So up through my 20s, I was always late mm -hmm. sleeper. Mm -hmm. uh, go to bed late, wake up late, especially when I didn't have any commitments. Over the last probably like two or three years, I've started getting up early mm -hmm. on the work days. I should get up early every day to be consistent, but I never do. Yeah. And it's hard because like, on a weekday, I like to go to bed at nine, get up at five, 5.30. Mm -hmm. But if you go to bed at nine every day, you can't spend time with anybody on a weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, unless you can find yourself to only. The party's just getting started. <laughs> right, yeah. so when me and Joe wanna have friendship with yeah. people, yeah. we have to stay up later. Yeah. So then I sleep in later and then I try to reset during the weekend. So I'm always going. I don't know. I'm always back and forth, but mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. So let us know whether you're a morning person yes. or you burn the midnight oil. We'd love yes. for you to register your, your response. Right. Um, the Bible talks a lot about, Proverbs in particular, talks a lot about diligence. Mm. And that's what we're going to talk about today here in Proverbs chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. It says, He who tills his land will have plenty of bread. But he who follows frivolity, that is worthless pursuits, will have poverty enough. 
Mm. And then verse 20 says, a faithful man, and that word faithful means steadfast, uh, enduring, mm. think of the plotter, yeah. you know, that diligent person that just, you know, they just stay at a task. That person will abound with blessings, but mm. he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. And so it's contrasting oh, the person who, uh, I'm just going to get show up to work on time every day. Yep. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to be diligent. Yep. I'm, I'm not, I may not get rich quickly, but I'll just keep at it. I'll keep at it. I'll keep mm -hmm. at it. I'll be diligent. And then there's that person, and we've all known these people, and maybe some of us have been that person. They're always off on the next, you know, get rich scheme. Yeah, you know, right. they're going to do this, you know, outlandish thing, and they're going to hit it rich. And, and we all know how that almost never happens. Yeah. Even people who do, you know, make a lot of money in a short amount of time, I think when you go back and you look at their yes. life, they were diligent. I was you know, just thinking that. Yeah, they, they were, they were, you know, they did the hard work. They did yeah. the, you know, the, the, the research or whatever it took to do that. Yep. And so the, the Bible is so practical, especially Proverbs, in helping to prepare us for life. And so as I'm, as I'm reading this and I'm thinking about how it could be applied, I think of all, I think of how if you're a parent, that you are doing your child a great service if you teach them how to be diligent, wow. teach them to go to bed at a certain time, yeah. get up at a certain yeah. time, stay with tasks, get that sense of accomplishment, yeah. you know, and, and just build that into them as best you can. Mm -hmm. um, but another way that, that this can be applied, and, and I kind of relate to this part of it, mm -hmm. is that if you were not raised to be diligent, yeah. and if you didn't have a lot of structure in your life, um, you can actually in a sense, reparent yourself. Yeah. At any age, at any yeah. point in life, yeah. you can become the, the, the preferred way in yeah. terms of discipline and diligence versus you know, just not, not being diligent. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think that's when, about myself when, when I was a kid, um, and, and there was a real demarcation in my life, in my childhood, when the, before my parents divorced, after my parents divorced. I was coming into my teenage years when they divorced. And uh, which is, you know, it's tragic any time, but that's a pivotal time in your life. You know, right. it's, it's, you're, you're kind of defining yourself. You're coming into a time of self-awareness and, and you can make choices. And so um, as a result of the, the breakup of my parents' marriage, my mom then had to work outside of the home. I was on my own. I set my own schedule. I did what I wanted to do to the extent that if I didn't feel like going to school, I just blew school off. Really? Anytime I wanted. Wow. And so now in the, you know, in the start of every school year, you know, I was always there every day because it was football season. Yeah. I couldn't miss practice. Right. Uh, you miss practice, you don't play, you know? And so I was always the first of the year. It's like, my grades were better. Uh, you know, I, I, because I had a built-in motivation to show up every day. And then once, you know, football season was over, I was a whole lot more cavalier yeah. about, about getting to school. And so um, I did not have instilled in me those really good work habits. Yeah. I was right. real select. I, I could be diligent. If, I, if it had anything to do with sports, then I was diligent. Right. I was like, coaches love me because I worked hard and everything. But yeah. when it came to things I didn't want to do, I just didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I came to the Lord and, and I entered into the ministry and I realized, okay, I have established the worst, you know, work habits and sleep habits and everything mm. else. 
And now I've got to reform myself wow. and retrain, reorient myself. Yeah. And, and I really did. If anything, I probably took it too far. And, and I think because I had it built in my mind, I've been this undisciplined person. Mm. And I can't do that and expect to you know, achieve anything in ministry and in life unless I really you know, mm. ramp it up. And very militant I, I, well, what I did was I, I didn't give myself the opportunity or the, uh, I didn't give myself enough time off. Okay. For the entire time that I've been in ministry, I've worked six days a week, yeah. never even considered taking two days right. off a week. Yeah. And it was always Monday that I, that I would take off, which meant Monday was the day when I was totally spent right. because Sunday is high demand time. Yeah. And so... Monday, it's just like a recovery day. And so I never left myself with prime time mm -hmm. for my family. Mm -hmm. Now, I tried through the week to spend time with my family in the evenings. I tried to do that as well as I could. And I think I did that pretty well. But when I look back on my life, and this is what happens, Vince, you'll get there someday. Right, right. <laughs> when, right. When, you, when you have less life ahead of you than you have before you, you reflect, yeah, okay? Yeah. And I look back and I, and I think, my one big regret is that I wish I had taken another whole day off a week that I could devote to my family when I was not exhausted. Really? Yeah. Really? That's the biggest thing that, really? I, that, I, would, that I would change. Okay, so this is maybe awkward to talk about while mm -hmm. people are watching, but I'd love to hear a little more about that because I'm doing six days. Mm -hmm. I've done six days for probably the last seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. And I'm currently, I think because you mentioned this, I've been wrestling with it a little bit because every once in a while we'll take two off in a row. Yeah. And I feel completely Isn't different. Isn't that amazing? I feel completely different yeah. during the time off. And I feel, what I've noticed is that I actually feel different the next week. Yeah. I feel different the next week coming off of two days off rather than one day off. But I'm terrified. I'm terrified that, that, to switch over to it. That, is, that describes how I felt. I felt like if I don't do the max of what I can do, I will never succeed. And you knew you couldn't do seven because you'd burn out. Right? Or I, just the biblical, you have to but, take a But you know what? You know what? Okay, so if my one day off is Monday, you know, yeah. when do I mow the grass? That day. Okay. And so even my day off, you are still busy. I'm, I'm still catching up. I'm doing the daily things that, or the weekly things that have to be done. So Chores. it's still like a productive day. And it, here's, the, here's the killer. Every, every three-day weekend that, the rest, that everybody else got, I never got because those Monday holidays were my regular right. day off. And so right. I think maybe on a couple of occasions when there was a Monday holiday and I would like take the next, the Tuesday off. Number one, I feel so guilty. Yes. It but feels moral. It, it, it just, feels moral, it's like I, it? I, I, I am being like my old self. Wow. I'm not being diligent. I'm not, wow. you know, and so you can overcompensate, you know, but, but I wanted to go back to the, the positive aspect of this, you yeah, know, I, because I, the Bible, you know, it says, you know, the race is not always to the swiftest. You know, it's yeah. like the tortoise and the hare right. story, you know. It's the plotter that ends up, you know, out in front. And when I think about the most successful people that I know, they are diligent, yeah. they are disciplined, yeah. they 
And, and, it, and it's amazing to me, Vince, it doesn't matter how busy they are, they, haven't, they have time to do the important things. Mm-hmm. You know, the busiest person I know in the world that I've ever known uh, is a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. and he works the most incredible schedule and hours. It's, it doesn't even seem humanly possible to do what he does, but he, he takes time to pray every day. He takes time to read the Bible every day. It, and it's like, that's the key to his success. Yeah. He is diligent. Yeah. He does the hard stuff. He doesn't ever shirk responsibility. He's just super self-disciplined, but he also works in those things that he has learned because he didn't start off as a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. but he has learned God is, is important. He needs to be first in my life. I'm going to put him first in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when... We're just talking basically about our orientation to life. And and so what the Proverbs is really getting at is is diligence is rewarded. Diligence is what will get you ahead uh, in the end in every aspect of life. And even if you did not have the training and the discipline built into you as a child, with God, you can always overcome whatever. Yeah. And I and I honestly kind of even took that attitude of, you know what, my parents were great. They loved me, um, but they were. My dad was, you know, removed from us for a while. You know, after, at a certain point, my mom was removed because of work. Mm-hmm. But they did the best they could. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, at any point, I can parent myself, mm-hmm. and I can train myself. Yeah. I overdid it to a certain extent. And um, yeah, that's how we got on that. We and that's how we, I get and it so now. we I flipped it. Yes. over to the other side. <laughs> but but so you know now I'm 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 reflecting and I'm thinking okay I, I could have done it better you know than I did it um, I overcompensated yeah. but nevertheless that whole thing of discipline but the, even that is a is a discipline to Ooh. make yourself take more time off rest is a discipline it rest is a discipline yeah taking care of yourself yeah. it's it's the old adage about you know sharpening the saw yeah you know the guy out there who's 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 chopping down trees he can flail away all day long and not never stop yeah or he can stop four times in the course of the day sharpen the axe he'll cut down more trees right and so yeah this is this is uh you know old pastor speaking to young pastor right. you know i was literally going to ask you take would you recommend care of yourself would you recommend two days off maybe it's hard to give a specific recommendation well maybe it depends since on i'm person, your employer but. as well as <laughs> i think you should work seven days right, right, right. <laughs> and i should take three days off <laughs> no. <laughs> no but no honestly vince i i would recommend um it's almost like a, a, when you're in the kind of work that we're in you know, for one thing, the job never ends because yeah. there's always a, there, there's, there are always needs. There's always something more to, right. to be done. Right. And so um, it, 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 you can fall into a workaholic kind of a mm-hmm. pattern of life. But I think if you take, you know, if you take the attitude and the approach that one day is a day of rest, okay, a, yeah. where it's a recovery day. From, from you know a very stressful, yeah. demanding yeah. thing that we do. But you need another day that's for pleasure and, and fun. Yeah, right, right. That's right, life-giving. Right. Yeah, I like that. So, Family yes, day. I would recommend that two days yeah. a wow. week. Wow. And um, 
That's helpful. You, you'll, That's actually it, helpful. You'll go farther in the long run. Yeah. That's so I think, scary. I think that so scary. It is scary. <laughs> it is scary because you feel like you're you could be getting ahead faster. Yeah. You could be making more progress, yes. and maybe you could on the short term. Yeah. But it it does come back on you. You know. Yeah. When when you get. Uh, you're just not as sharp. You're, and life is not as much fun. And not that fun in life is the whole goal, but I took things maybe a little too seriously. Yeah. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to process through that, Paul. i got to yeah. think about that. I've uh, been well, thinking about it, and I want to think about it more. Well, one thing that changed me on this whole thing, and, and then we'll wrap this up, yeah. but you know, the earliest years in ministry, before we had children, oh, I was... Nine days as what you would be ex <laughs> what you expect and it was like so I was over overkill work yeah. workaholic when my when my in fact when Janie had Allie and um, I came back to see her in the hospital because she had had a c-section and so she was there a day or two um, and I stayed I didn't just pop in yeah I stayed yeah she was shocked when she was giving birth. This was after the baby was born. But she was still in the hospital. Yes, yeah, she was, but she was still in the hospital. So I was wow. there throughout the whole delivery process. Right. But but when I came back the next day, I didn't just visit and leave. I stayed with her for several hours. She was wow. she was just I can't believe you're hanging around. You were in because the because my my pattern of life was off the next thing. Go go wow. go. Busy busy busy. And um, but I realized now I'm responsible for this other life. Right. And and what I put into her in terms of how I value her, how I spend time with her, is going to shape herself, her whole identity. And so it was like a switch got flipped, and so I became, you know, more home oriented. Mm -hmm. But I still worked six days a week. Wow. So so that was my one regret, you know. Yeah. I should say my primary regret. Yeah. Thanks uh, for sharing that. Paul. Sure. Sure. That's really helpful. And and I hope it helps other people. But yeah. Again. You know, um, you don't have to be the most talented. You don't have to be the smartest or, or have the most opportunities afforded you. You know, some people get started in life with a leg up. You know, they just start from a better place. Um, diligence will get you down the road where you want to go. God says, God, diligence is its own reward. It will have its reward in it. Yeah. If you're just a plotter, you do your job. But again, incorporate into that discipline time off. It's Good. equally as important. Anyway, that's it for today. Hope you got something out of this and have a great day.